0: monsters are as old as humanity itself. Monsters embody our fears, yet they help us define the boundaries of what it means to be human. We know most monsters aren't real, yet we can use monsters to learn about reality, psychology, biology, folklore, literature, critical thinking. We're on a journey to learn about the world through the lens of monsters, and we hope you'll come along with us Subscribe at monstertalk.org. Y'all, my friends Howard and Jessica of Plotting Through the Presidents have just started their new season, and you need to go check it out. The first episode is called The John Adams Diet. And no, before you get any ideas, this ain't a health podcast based on the eating habits of our nation's leaders. It is a deeply researched, albeit humorous, storytelling show that explores the lesser-known tales of the early presidents, the founders, and even their families. From the real reason Alexander Hamilton and John Adams hated each other to the truth behind Ben Franklin's naughty reputation. They've even covered stuff as wild as the story of John Quincy Adams and the mole people to Winston Churchill's nude White House encounter with the ghost of Abraham Lincoln. And of course, the bell witch makes an appearance when they're talking about old Hickory. So y'all... Go follow Plotting Through the Presidents to plot along with Howard and Jess and check out plodpod.com for links to your favorite podcast app and, of course, to dive into their past bingeable seasons. That's plodpod.com. Hey, y'all. So, I don't know if you've noticed, but I like cemeteries. Of course, right? Well, in the last few episodes, we covered a pair of haunted mausoleums. We had the Bleeding Mausoleum over in Cleveland, Tennessee, and the one before that, we talked about Josie Arlington and her fiery tomb down in New Orleans. Well, in doing that, it sort of got me wondering, what exactly is a mausoleum? What defines it being that, right? I mean, I grew up down in New Orleans, so I'm no stranger to above-ground crypts of all sizes and shapes, but I don't know if I have ever truly attempted to understand what exactly makes a tomb, you know, like the one John Craig Miles built, a mausoleum. So, on this month's mini-sode, I figured we should go ahead and do exactly that. 53 BCE, construction began on an elaborate structure meant to be the final resting place of Mausolus, a member of Persian royalty, who ruled the small kingdom of Kariah. The immense temple-like tomb was built on a hill overlooking the city of Halicarnassus, and upon its completion, it stood 147 feet tall. The ornate memorial was guarded by marble statues of warriors on horseback, and the exterior was decorated with hundreds of meticulously crafted bas reliefs. Mausolus's tomb rested on a stone platform in the center of the structure, and on either side of the stairs leading up to it were finely crafted stone lions. While earthquakes would later take down this grand monument to Mausolus in the 12th and 15th centuries, It earned the distinction as one of the seven wonders of the ancient world, and Mausolus's name endured as the eponym for the tombs that we now refer to as mausoleums. By definition, a mausoleum is a large and stately freestanding structure built above ground to hold the remains of an individual or possibly even multiple people. Sometimes this can be members of the same family, or religious order, or in the case of a public or cemetery-owned mausoleum, hundreds of individuals with their crypts stacked one on top of the other in the building's walls, their resting place resembling that of an oven. These public mausoleums frequently have indoor sitting areas for the living to come and mourn the dead and can be found in all shapes and sizes. But what most folks in North America envision when they hear the word mausoleum are the vestibule type. These are the mausoleums that resemble a small house and are typically family-owned structures, the kind used by the Craigmiles and Legree families. These tombs usually have doors, some allowing entry, others sealed shut, and some even have windows, elaborate carvings, and ornate statues. Inside, they all have one thing in common, at least one crypt. This is where the remains are kept. Often, crypts are built into the walls, but they can also be built into the floor. Some allow for entombment of caskets, while others, cremated remains. The third and final type of modern mausoleum is called the sarcophagus mausoleum. Unlike the vestibule mausoleums, this style does not have any windows or doors. Instead, the top of the tomb is removable, allowing for the casket to be placed inside and then sealed shut. These also come in a variety of sizes, from single width to as many as the builder would like, and some even allow for the stacking of coffins up to a dozen high. But the primary distinction of a sarcophagus mausoleum is that even though the visible part of the tomb is above ground, not all of the burials are, as this large concrete structure is also built into the earth. The most well-known early examples of mausoleums date back to ancient Egypt, which, you guessed it, are the pyramids. These structures were built for pharaohs and members of the royal family. Other examples in ancient history can also be found in Greece, Rome, and China, where they were also built for emperors and royalty. It wasn't until the Middle Ages that the popularity of mausoleums is a sign of wealth began to rise among the nobility and upper classes of society, a tradition that has continued on to this very day, with the practice extending to North America at the end of the 19th century in the form of ornate family tombs. Famous examples around the world include the Taj Mahal in India and the Lenin Mausoleum in Russia. But of course, what we're interested in are the most haunted. Obviously topping the list of the most haunted mausoleums are ones that we've covered in the past, including the Craig Miles Bleeding Mausoleum in Cleveland and the Legree family tomb on Edisto Island, where, if you remember, a girl named Julia Legree was purportedly buried alive. But there are, of course, plenty of others, including the Forest Park Mausoleum of Brunswick, New York, which urban legends claim is a gateway to hell there's also the Massac Mausoleum of Spring Valley, Illinois, that according to legend is guarded by an apparition known as the Hatchet Man. From a paranormal perspective, many believe mausoleums are lightning rods for activity due to the intense emotions and energy surrounding family entombment. Others, that spirits are just simply trapped inside, or possibly don't want to leave, as they continue to inhabit the tomb in mourning for those inside. Of course, from a folkloric angle, it isn't hard to speculate why mausoleums are magnets for local lore, whether those tales and hauntings are true or not. After all, the most common here in the South entombed families who were once prominent members of their communities. And if that ain't enough to get the story started, their resting place is often gratuitously decorated and large enough to resemble structures that could house the living, inspiring the idea that maybe, just maybe, the spirits of the folks inside live on. My name is Brandon Sheck-Snyder, and you've been listening to Southern Gothic. Y'all, my friends Howard and Jessica of Plotting Through the Presidents have just started their new season, and you need to go check it out. The first episode is called The John Adams Diet. And no, before you get any ideas, this ain't a health podcast based on the eating habits of our nation's leaders. It is a deeply researched, albeit humorous storytelling show that explores the lesser known tales of the early presidents, the founders, and even their families. From the real reason Alexander Hamilton and John Adams hated each other to the truth behind Ben Franklin's naughty reputation They've even covered stuff as wild as the story of John Quincy Adams and the mole people to Winston Churchill's nude White House encounter with the ghost of Abraham Lincoln. And of course, the bell witch makes an appearance when they're talking about old Hickory. So y'all, go follow Plotting Through the Presidents to plot along with Howard and Jess, and check out PlodPod.com for links to your favorite podcast app, and of course, to dive into their past bingeable seasons. That's plodpod.com.